Welcome to North Shore News Week. Hello, hello, North Shore, and welcome to another edition of North Shore News Week. I am Joe Coglin, one of the co-founders of the recordnorthshore.org, and I'm here to bring you a rundown of the top headlines of the week at the recordnorthshore.org, which is a Nonprofit local news website. Everything you read there is responsibly produced and nonpartisan news coverage of your community. So please check it out for all these stories you're about to hear in full. We break this down into three segments. We start with a lead story, then go up and down the shore, and then finish with a featured feature. Going to do it a little different here because we have a couple stories that encompass our whole coverage area. So what we're going to do, I'm going to give you a lead story, then just two up and down the shore, and then we're going to finish with uh, our featured feature. Um, lead story, we're going to start out, uh, every summer you read these stories about the West Nile virus. It's completely normal, it is endemic to the area, and um, th there's going to be West Nile vi virus regularly uh, present in the North Shore community. However, this year the risk to humans is higher than normal and I think that's worth telling you guys about. So I'm going to give you a little stats to back that up. Just recently, September 1st, the West, uh, the North Shore Mosquito Abatement District, which yes, is a public district that you pay taxes for, um, in the area released a report on September 1. They released one weekly. This report said that their vector index, which measures how many West Nile infected mosquitoes uh, are present in a trap. Um, they, they set traps throughout the community, throughout their district. Then they collect those samples from those traps and test them for West Nile virus. This metric shows how many infected mosquitoes are in those traps. And it is very high at this point, which means the risk to humans is very high. So just to give you a little context for that, the metric rose from 1.47 to 3.85. It hasn't hit that high of a number since 2017, so it's been four years, and uh, three is their measure for high uh, risk. So there's low, medium, moderate, and high risk. Three is the measure for high risk. It's at 3.85 this past week. 87% of their tests um, from the samples they collected tested positive. So the West Nile virus is present across the, the district, which includes all our communities um, up and down the shore, Wilmette, Winneka. Um, they, they touch 14 communities, Glencoe, Northfield, uh, Kenilworth, all these communities all around here, Evanston, Skokie as well. So 87% of their samples collected, which was um, uh, 115 samples out of 132 tested. Um, but it's, it's the vast, vast majority. So um, take precautions. They are really risk. There's only been one human case so far this summer in the district, but they are really urging people to take precautions and the primary precaution. Well, I should say there are two. One, to prevent the, um, the breeding of mosquitoes is empty any standing water in your yard. And uh, Dave Zazer with the district made sure to Anything small from a tarp in the yard to a wheelbarrow to, uh, you know, a dish under a planter, anywhere that can sustain even a little bit of water can breed mosquitoes. So wipe that out. Um, clog gutters is another big one. So make sure you take a look around your yard and clear those out. Um, for yourself, make sure any exposed skin um, is covered with an EPA repellent, uh, EPA certified, I should say, repellent. So anything, uh, look for that in the label of any of your off or cutter, um, cutter products or anything like that, that it's EPA certified. Um, and uh, you put that on your skin, that is still very effective on any exposed skin. Um, so that is just what they're 
recommending um, empty those. Can't can't stress enough to empty those um, those you know standing water or any any containers in your yard that you can because they are breeding mosquitoes right now. So we are at that the high point of the summer. This is just higher than most years. So take precautions. We should see a quick downswing as, as weather cools off here. Uh, but right now, those are the precautions from the mosquito abatement district. So um, fair warning to all of you, part of our public service efforts, just the public safety information, make sure we get it out to you. So there you go. Read the full story with all that data at our website, therecordnorthshore.org. Now, as we go up and down the shore, I'm just going to give you a touch on a couple communities while we cover uh, Glencoe, Winneka, Northfield, Kenilworth, and Wilmette. Uh, I'm just going to give you something from Winneka and Wilmette that we have this week. We had tons of sports stories, too, so a little plug for our Varsity Sports podcast. But in Winneka, we had a little preview of the Winneka Music Fest. Yes, it is back this year with a new name and a new place, but um, a similar eclectic lineup. Uh, will take the stage on September 11th at Community Playfields. It is now called Emerge Winneka. We talked to the founder, Val Haller. Check out this full story. Uh, she gave us a, a ton of great info about why they changed the name, why they changed the place. Um, the lineup is is great. It goes from 2.30 um, to 10, and then there's a bit of an after show. But we have Brothers on a Mission, The Vindies, Argo and Wasp, Walker County, Alan Stone and Spence Ludwig on Saturday, September 11th at Community Playfields. Um, Val Haller talked about how she's try she tries to get a representative from every genre in here so she can uh, try to please everybody, give everybody a taste of the local music scene. Um, and Emerge Winneka kind of just is a play on how these are emerging artists plus the communities emerging from COVID and things like this is how Val described it. So um, she's pretty happy about it. Uh, it, it you know, the 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 concert is usually over Father's Day weekend, but um, Haller said she felt that was a little too soon this year, so they pushed it to mid-September. Um, they had to move it off downtown Winneka, where it usually is, because of a little little um, contention with the village. Not really contention, I shouldn't say, but um, the village didn't feel like uh, they wanted that much crowding. There's more room at Skokie Playfield, so they're able to spread out a little more. But you will uh, need a vaccination, um, a proof of vaccination, or a negative test proof of that along with you um, if you want to attend for anybody 12 years and older. So um, check that out. You guys can go check out uh, Emerge Winneka, um, the webpage, and uh, tickets are 50 bucks for adults, 25 for 13 to 20, and only 5 bucks for kids under 12, 13. So check that out. There'll be food and stuff too. So uh, a big community festival concert is back on um, September 11th. Check out that story on Emerge Winneka, <clears throat> formerly Winneka Music Fest. Switching down to Wilmette, another celebration went on already, and this was in uh, downtown Wilmette, just a small community gathering, but it celebrated the end of a year of uh, construction and disruption in downtown Wilmette as they tore up Wilmette and uh, Central Avenues to do street streetscaping projects as well as infrastructure replacement improvement. Um, it took nearly a full year, started September last year, ended August this year. Um, they're still putting some finishing touches on Central Avenue toward the lake, but the downtown is complete. Um, looks uh, all all updated and renovated. You guys should check it out. But to uh, relieve some stress from all that construction, they had a bit of a bit of a bash on the newly minted Village Hall Green right there with Chris Caravas doing some live music and uh, the band Shout Out. I actually I actually don't know if Chris was there. I shouldn't say that. The band Shout Out uh, was the live music there in downtown Wilmette. So check that out. 
Um, we got some photos, um, breakdown of the, the construction project, which was about $2 million. It was approved in 2019. Um, it did a lot of work throughout that downtown area. So check out more stuff about that as well. And that's up and down the shore. We're going to also talk about our featured feature, which was our big story of the week, a really great um, profile of the sport of pickleball by Elaine Trinko, who was our editorial intern for the summer. This was her last story. Um, she finished it on her last day. It's a beautiful piece. You guys should check it out. Um, thank you, Elaine, for all your work this summer. She's a Paul grad. She's going to be a good one. i sorry, a DePaul uh, student, um, journalism student, um, talented. She's going to be great. So uh, she was uh, great for the community this summer, and uh, we wish her well. Hopefully we'll talk to her soon. But she had a story on pickleball. Pickleball, if you did not know, is surging across the country, but especially on the North Shore, so much so uh, that it's got local officials scrambling a little bit uh, to find out what to do with all this demand. So they're creating new courts, they're lining new courts, they're creating more resources, more workshops, things like that. Elaine broke down all of this, um, as well as some of the history of pickleball. Like, did you know it is named after the founder's dog, Pickle, Pickles? who liked to chase around that plastic ball. And it was uh, completely an impromptu sport with things from the garage that they started playing with. Pickles would run around and grab the ball. They started to call it pickleball, and that's how it went. So fun sport, um, really catching on here in the North Shore like crazy. Glencoe has um, some workshops um, that, that, people, that are real popular. We talked to some consistent players um, in Wilmette. They, they're, they're developing a program right now. Um, for the Park District, Kenilworth is adding courts at Townley Field. Uh, Winneka already has a pretty established program that they play on some platform courts. Um, so basically every every town that we cover, including Northfield, either has courts or they're adding more. Uh, we, we included a little interactive map where you can play pickleball. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. So check out this whole rundown of pickleball growth on the North Shore from Elena, a fun story and uh, an emerging sport, I should say, already emerged as uh, local leaders try to catch up with the demand. And that is the show, guys. We really ran through it quick this week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of North Shore Newsweek. I almost did this in under 10 minutes, uh, but it looks like it's going to be about 11. But uh, I appreciate you guys listening. Remember that we are a nonprofit community-first outlet. We uh, run and are operating completely on your support. So thank you for funding this journalism. We are a official 501c3, so you can donate at any time. Check out the recordnorthshore.org on how to do that to make sure we keep this going and to make sure that uh, the community gets the responsible nonpartisan news, uh, news it deserves on the local level. Check out the recordnorthshore.org every day. There's new content. Um, there's going to be some good stuff up uh, today. We got some football tomorrow. We got uh, some Glencoe events to end the summer. We got a bunch of good stuff coming up, so make sure you stay tuned to the recordnorthshore.org. Till next time, thanks for listening.